You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. Happy Monday night. Happy closer to Tuesday morning. Just happy whatever to you, okay? I'm happy to be here. I'm going to be rolling with you for the next two hours. Thank you to everybody who's been tuned in to the first two hours of the show. I get started every weeknight at 10 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Pacific. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Our super producer and host, Dave Shepard, he's holding it down for us in New York City. We have had a busy weekend. We have had a busy Monday. We've had a busy Monday night. The Cincinnati Bengals beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. The final score, 34-31 to down in Jacksonville. Evan McPherson knocks in the 48-yard field goal in overtime to win it for Cincinnati. Cincinnati Bengals, they now have a record of 6-6. Six six. The Jacksonville Jaguars, they fall to 8-4. But unfortunately, Trevor Lawrence, he fell down. And then he could not get up and walk. Because in the fourth quarter, Trevor Lawrence, his own offensive lineman, Walker Little, was pushed into Trevor Lawrence and stepped on the inside of Trevor Lawrence's right leg, right above his foot, right at his ankle, and Trevor Lawrence crumpled to the ground as, yes, he got stepped on by his own offensive lineman. Trevor Lawrence tried to get up, could not get up and stand up, and kind of just took a knee, threw his helmet, pounded his fist into the ground, He was attended to by medical personnel who then walked him. Yes, walk, not carted. They walked him a slow, long walk captured by cameras of Trevor Lawrence uh, just being taken to the back. And he has been diagnosed with an ankle sprain. Pretty obvious by what you took a look at. Hopefully there is no breaks uh, and that he is going to take or have an MRI tomorrow. And so the end of this game, Monday Night Football, which was already supposed to be, okay, a garbage game, Cincinnati and Jacksonville. You thought Jacksonville would wax them. We ended up seeing Jake Browning of the Bengals versus C.J. Beathard of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Not what anybody signed up for. And both dudes, got to be honest here, they impressed in keeping this game alive. A matter of fact, Jake Browning, hot from the start, hot all game. He completed 32 of 37 passes for 354 yards. He threw a 76-yard bomb to Jamar Chase. And then Jake Browning even punched in his own rushing touchdown at the goal line. He had an amazing game. This is Joe Burrow's backup. The New York Jets can't even get a quarterback who wants to play for the Jets. Meanwhile, the Jacksonville Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence had two touchdowns before he went down with that sprained ankle. And C.J. Beathard, he completed nine of ten passes to help set up the, the tying field goal late in the game that took them into overtime. But then the Jacksonville Jaguars, they could not do more than that. 
And so everybody concerned about the status of Trevor Lawrence, and he just joins a long line, a long line of quarterbacks who are cooked this season. Joe Burrow watching on the sidelines of this game, wrist in a cast, arm in a sling, Joe Burrow done for the year. Kirk Cousins, blown Achilles, done for the year. Daniel Jones, blew out his ACL, done for the year. Anthony Richardson, shoulder, shut down. Deshaun Watson, broken shoulder, shut down. Kenny Pickett had ankle surgery this morning after spraining his ankle yesterday, and we all know about Aaron Rodgers. Blew out his Achilles. Maybe, maybe, maybe. We'll see Aaron Rodgers before the season is up. So, I don't know who has the voodoo doll here uh, for the NFL quarterbacks. Uh, Trevor Lawrence has now started 46 consecutive games here in the NFL, and we have no idea what his status will be moving forward. A matter of fact, let's listen to uh, some of the, the key plays from this game down in Jacksonville. And by the way, we got more to get into. The NBA in-season tournament is rolling on. New Orleans Pelicans right now, they lead the Sacramento Kings 107 to 100. A little less than, uh, or about eight and a half minutes left here in the game in total. And then the Indiana Pacers, they already move on to Vegas. They beat the Boston Celtics in Indianapolis 122 to 112. Tyrese Halliburton having a triple-double tonight to ensure that the Pacers go out there and compete for that half-million-dollar prize. But let's get back to the Monday Night Football. Let's start off here with the third quarter because I told you Jake Browning played out of his mind tonight, and he helped the Bengals go up 21-14 to when he threw an absolute bomb to Jamar Chase, who decided to take it to the house. This was in the third quarter, courtesy of the Bengals Radio Network. Five-man rush. Browning throws it deep downfield for Chase. Over the shoulder catch. He's off to the races at the 20, the 10, and he will back his way into the end zone for the Bengals' touchdown. Ooh, baby. Oh, they having some fun out there. Ooh, baby. Okay. Well, that didn't last long because this game tonight was nothing more than a heavyweight fight. Trevor Lawrence, before he went down with his injury, he was able to throw a 14-yard touchdown to Parker Washington. This was a difficult catch. The ball was almost batted away and picked off, but Parker Washington was able to corral it into the end zone or in the end zone, tying the game up at 21-all. This is from the Jaguars Radio Network. Shotgun for Trevor watching the motion back to the right this time. Dropping, looking. Trevor fires to the back of the end zone, and that ball is caught for the touchdown after the deflection by Parker Washington. It was tipped by a Cincinnati defender. Washington caught it for the score. Yeah, the Bengals, they were going to have to answer that, but they didn't. Trevor Lawrence got the ball again in the third quarter, and this time, because he's six foot six, he's long as hell. He was able to take that long-ass arm and push it over the goal line to extend the score to 28-21. This is also from Jaguars Radio. Trevor under center. ETN the running back. 
Three receivers on the left side of the field. Fourth and goal from the half yard line. Trevor dies into the end zone. Touchdown. He lunged. He stuck the ball over the goal line. Touchdown, Jacksonville. Unfortunately, that was going to be the last highlight for Trevor Lawrence on the night. The next Trevor Lawrence anything wasn't a highlight. It was a low light. I told you, this team was trying to go for another score. And Trevor Lawrence went down after being stepped on by his own offensive lineman. And Trevor Lawrence, his body language said it all. I want you to take a listen to this courtesy of Westwood One. Trevor Lawrence goes down with what we now know is a sprained ankle. Five wide in the gun, Lawrence. 23 is Cincinnati. Looks at six in the secondary of the shotgun snap. He throws a line drive. He wants to at least. He brings it back. He's hit on the play. It's loose. The Bengals say it is loose. They're diving for the ball. Lawrence pump fake the pass. Was hit hard on the play. The, oh, and he's getting up and limping and goes to all fours. Trevor Lawrence is down. He knows something isn't right. He pounds the grass. He takes off his helmet, and this is not good. The Jacksonville quarterback, who has been spectacular this year, knows something's not right, and his coach is walking out on the field. He tried to get up. His pocket was crumbling. He had his lineman step on the back of his foot, and then he came down badly, falling backwards on his knees and bending in an awkward position. And when he tried to get himself off the grass, he quickly collapsed. He pounded the grass on all fours. And now he is being assisted to by four athletic trainers of the Jaguars. Not good. Not good at all. Yeah, not good. Not good at all. (sighs) Trevor Lawrence goes down. Jake Browning punches in his own one-yard touchdown run. We're still tied here at 28 all and then it became a, a field goal a thon cj bethard comes on and he gets ready to turn the ball over the the jacksonville jaguars hold on to it evan mcpherson he kicks a field goal making it 31 to 28 for cincinnati brandon mcmanus 26 seconds left in the fourth quarter he's able to kick a field goal to tie the game up at 31 And it took us all the way to about one minute and 40 seconds left in the game. In overtime, Evan McPherson drilling a 48-yard field goal. Cincinnati beats Jacksonville tonight, 34-31. to Head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Doug Peterson, he is currently talking to the media right now. And I know all the questions are about the status of, of Trevor Lawrence with that sprained ankle. Uh, Trevor Lawrence having started all 46 games that he has been in here in the NFL so far. Sad, just joining a a long list. So uh, I was hoping, or not hoping, I was expecting Jacksonville to improve their record to 9-3. I was expecting to have a conversation as to whether or not Jacksonville is getting the proper respect that they deserve here in the NFL. But unfortunately, the conversation is going to be about another quarterback who has gone down. In Cincinnati, with a record of 6-6, they're still alive. They're not done. And with all of the injuries that we have in the NFL, I mean, how could you even predict or think about anything 
moving forward. Jacksonville Jaguars, the least of their worries or concerns is whether or not Trevor Lawrence is going to be able to see them the way through because if he ain't playing, they ain't worth a damn. It's just as much as Cincinnati. A lot of mediocre teams in the league right now. I know on Sunday we had a a couple of surprises. The Green Bay Packers go over the Chiefs, and then we also saw what took place in the NFC where the Niners just absolutely smash of the Eagles. And so I think for this season, as the NFL season continues to play out, I don't want to say that there's a toss-up. The Niners look like the best team in the league right now this minute. But, man, it seems to change week by week by week. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. If you want to call me, it's simple. The phone number is 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We're going to take a break, and I'm going to get to your calls. Eventually, we'll hear from Doug Peterson as he talks to the media. Uh, We are going to talk some NBA action as the in-season tournament moves forward. I just mentioned to you the Packers and the Chiefs, the Niners and the Eagles. We're going to get into that. We'll talk about Zach Wilson. Is he quitting on the Jets. We talked about the college football playoff. I'm sure we have some listeners who want to get more into that as well. I'm going to get to your calls on the other side of the break. Man, Trevor Lawrence goes down. We won't know the status of his ankle until tomorrow. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. At least we got a good Monday night football game. We'll talk about it more. Don't move. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. JR, it's a privilege to speak with you, and uh, it's my first time. And uh, you are a sports encyclopedia. And uh, what I really do like about how you interact with the callers, you put a lot of thought into how you present anything in sports. And I really mean that. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. You know, one thing I don't got to think too hard about, I know I know nobody wants to see no damn backup QBs. And that's what we got tonight. C.J. Beathard and Jake Browning. And what turned out to be a damn good game, but nobody wants to see them. We wanted to see Trevor Lawrence and Joe Burrow. Well, Joe Burrow, we know he's out with that uh, busted up hand. And then uh, here at the same time, Trevor Lawrence, he exits the game. About five and a half minutes left in the game, uh, he goes down with an ankle sprain as his his leg just kind of gets stepped on and gets crumpled in every which direction uh, underneath him. And a matter of fact, head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Doug Peterson, uh, he just finished chatting it up with the media where he was, of course, constantly asked, about the status of Trevor Lawrence. Listen to this. Doug, I hate to ask you about an injury first, but can you update us on Trevor? And just have you ever seen a game in which you lose nickel corner receiver, left tackle quarterback? It just, you know, interior defensive lineman just seemed like a very odd game. Yeah, um, 
I don't have any information yet on Trevor. We're still evaluating him, you know, so he'll have more, um, you know, um, tests and things done here tonight and tomorrow. So I'll probably have a better update for you tomorrow on that. But, I mean, yeah, we had position players go down, you know, but look, that's, that's part of the game. You know, it, it happens and, and um, it's unfortunate, but, you know, next guy up has to has to be ready to go and play. And, um, you know, I thought the guys... The guys that filled in, you know, were, were, were just that. They were ready to go. Yeah, I mean, Christian Kirk caught a pass early on in the game in the first quarter, and then he immediately went down with a groin injury. So uh, the injury bug is just hitting everybody right now in the NFL. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Let's go ahead and talk to Brandon. He's calling from Wisconsin. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Brandon? Hey, hey, JR. Um, so I was at that Packers-Chiefs game last night, and that was probably the best game I've ever been to. What a win. Jordan Love is our franchise quarterback. He has, played, he has proved enough to me the last five or six weeks. He is our guy, and I think Green Bay wins out, wins out and finishes 11-6 and six and makes the playoffs. And I even think they win a couple of playoff games if they keep playing the way they have been. I mean, being the Chiefs is not an easy thing to do. No, you don't. You don't got to tell me it's not an easy thing to do. They, they handled them with ease yesterday. The Packers now rolling on a three-game winning streak, and even the teams that they've been able to knock off. And, even, and if they would have, and if they would have beat the Steelers, they'd be on a five-game winning streak. Okay. Uh, well, correct. I, I don't want to live in a in a. a I, know, they, I know. I know. I know. I'm just. But I'm. But I'm just saying. But I'm just saying. Uh, I know what you are. You're. You're very excited as you should be. Yep, and Malafleur, I was wrong about him. I was questioning his play calling early in the year. Damn, what a turnaround he's had, he's had. And I don't have 100% confidence in our defensive coordinator, Joe Barry, but i got to give him the flowers and give him credit. The defense has been playing very well lately. No doubt. Well, Brandon, do you have anything else that you'd like to share or say? I think that they got – I also want to say, say um, first of all, I want to say I hope Trevor Lawrence is okay because you never want to see a star quarterback go out get injured. All these injuries to quarterbacks this year is just absolutely devastating. And I absolutely think they got it right in the college football playoffs. Florida State doesn't deserve to be in. They're not one of the four best teams in the country. They're not even one of the, one of the okay, eight Okay, Brandon. Teams. All right. We, I was thinking you were going to talk about the Packers, and I'll take us all around the world, okay? No, I was, I was, but I was just, but I was just, but I was just saying. Well, thank you. I appreciate it, man. Well, thank you for calling. Yep, no problem. All right, shout outs to Brandon for calling from Wisconsin. He he got everything covered. What am I supposed to say? I could just sit back now. Oh, no, but speaking of all the injuries, damn. Let's go through them again. Joe Burrow down with that wrist. Kirk Cousins out with an Achilles. Daniel Jones blowing out ACL. Kenny Pickett. He had surgery for a high ankle sprain early on Monday morning. Anthony Richardson, feels like I haven't seen this guy in eons because he blew out his shoulder. Aaron Rodgers, blown out Achilles. Deshaun Watson, broken shoulder. Derek Carr, at one point in time, he was concussed. And now Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, we're going to find out what the deal is uh, with his ankle. Sad. Sad all the way around. 855-212-4CBS. Mark is calling from South Bend, Indiana. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. What's going on, Mark? Hey, JR. Exactly. Uh, your your, your uh, comments about all the down quarterbacks is amazing, especially 
in the AFC. Uh, and another one, isn't uh, uh, Watson also down from the Browns? Yeah, I mentioned Deshaun Watson. He has a broken shoulder. We won't be seeing him either, yes. I think there's that's like five or six from the uh, AFC and now three or four from the NFC. So that's about a ten, about ten uh, starting frontline quarterbacks that, that are down so far, and there's still another five weeks to play or so. It's amazing. Yeah, well, cross, cross your fingers and say a prayer because somebody is poking the quarterbacks with a voodoo doll. You got that right, Jr. And Jr., uh, you have a good night, and it's nice uh, chiming in with you. Oh, thank you so much, Mark. I appreciate you for calling from Indiana. And it's not just a matter of the quarterbacks being injured. The New York Jets are so much of a joke that I'm sure earlier today you heard this. The Atlanta Falcons beat the Jets on Sunday, 13 to eight. I punished myself by watching that game. Uh, Tim Boyle, who started the last two games for the Jets because Zach Wilson sucks, he stunk. They put Trevor Simeon out there. Yeah, former Bronco. He stunk, immediately got sacked three times. And so the New York Jets, yeah, Rob Sala basically said, yeah, well, we might start a new quarterback. And then we got word today that Zach Wilson is reluctant to go back out there and play. Now Rob Sala had to come out and say, that's not true. Zach Wilson told us he wants to play. Listen to Rob Sala, I guess, try to uh, clean up a mess before his uh, his quarterback quits on him. The Well, let's be clear. Um, if he was reluctant to play, guys, he wouldn't be here. All right. Uh, I actually, coincidentally, just got done speaking with him. Uh, he came in about a half hour ago, and we had a really good conversation the young man wants the ball. He wants to start. He believes he's the best uh, quarterback in the room and best quarterback for this team and the best and the guy who gives us the best chance to win. Um, and I'll tell you guys the same thing I told him. I appreciate it. I appreciate the fact that he wants to play. I'm just not there yet. Diana Rossini said that Aaron Rodgers had to uh, try to attempt to tell Zach Wilson that it's a good idea for him to go out there and play if the New York Jets request it. Uh, What it sounds like is, is that Zach Wilson is fearful of going back out there onto the field and playing and being injured, as he is uh, afraid that the injury risk is too high, as he's probably, almost certainly, auditioning for his next NFL job. Let's be real. Wherever he goes, it ain't going to be as no damn starter. And so when you think about all of the injuries in the NFL to quarterbacks, I don't know. Put the New York Jets in a separate category. Put them in the category of a team with quarterback jokes. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. You know what? I, I do have to give credit tonight to Cincinnati and Jacksonville because although we ended up with C.J. Beathard, and Jake Browning. This game was still a fun watch, and as I told you, Jake Browning was amazing from the get-go. He completed 32 of 37 passes, 354 yards. He threw that bomb 76 yards to Jamar Chase, and he even punched one in himself on the ground. A matter of fact, his wide receiver, Jamar Chase, he just sat down on ESPN with Scott Van Pelt And Jamar Chase, he had some positive words to say 
about Jake Browning. Listen to this. I want to ask you about Jake Browning to begin because you're with him daily. You're seeing the growth. What did you expect from him tonight on this gigantic start on this huge stage on Monday night? Yeah, um, honestly, he played great football, you know, and I was always in his ear all day just keeping him going, keeping his confidence up, um, you know, just letting him know that he's, he's doing great today. You know what I'm saying? He's getting the ball moving down the field, making great passes, executing and getting the ball out on hot routes. So he, he played overall great today. He played amazing. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Hey, Shep, who's this person calling from Boston? Who's this? Which one? Let me see how many we got. Oh, there's a bunch uh, oh, of people from Boston. Okay, no, no. That is Georgia, not Georgia. I know exactly. No. Now, I might, get, I might type some things wrong every now and then, but it's not too often I get names wrong. That's why I asked you who it was. I didn't say it was wrong. <laughs> I didn't know who it was. He's a nice guy, by the way. Sorger, you're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up? Yeah, yeah. How are we, brother? How are we? We good. I can speak for myself, but I think we good. That's great to hear, man. Listen, I was just catching the tail end of that game, and, you know, your heart obviously goes out for Trevor Lawrence. I mean, I, like you said, Jacksonville was kind of on to something. And, you know, at the beginning of the broadcast, they were saying something about Jake Brownie. If you can look into this, they were saying I think he went to the – Manning camp or something like that, and what always happens in the league is it's always a you know next man up kind of league, and I just feel like it was a great opportunity for him, and it could have just been a really dull game, but it was such a great game, potentially game of the year, and I just feel like I don't know what it is about this season, but I feel like this season is so weird because you look at the AFC, it is so strong, right? Kansas City, obviously, with the Jaguars, I'm not sure how this is going to the rankings, but, I mean, I'm loving this league where it's just whoever happens at the healthiest is going to win the Super Bowl. And, you know, hopefully with Trevor Lawrence, I think you mentioned it was the ankle. Hopefully he can make a speedy recovery. Hopefully, obviously, Burrow can make a speedy recovery. And, you know, as far as, you know, I'm a Pats fan, so I'm just rooting for everybody at this point, right? Yeah, but, well, your team... You know, yeah, we know we know your team sucks. Well, 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 well Sorja, uh, thank you. Your, your phone is cutting in and out. I want to thank you for calling us from Boston. Yeah, this nobody expected this game to be good tonight. I expected the Browns to get stomped all over by the Jacksonville Jaguars. And not only did Jake Browning have an awesome game, unfortunately, we saw Trevor Lawrence. Uh, he went down. It's terrible. Jordan, he's calling us from Pennsylvania. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Jordan? Hey, what's going on, my man? How are you tonight? I'm very well. What's on your mind? Hey, first of all, I just want to say thank you. I got a lot of late-night drives sometimes, and, bro, you are cooking all the time, always keeping me entertained. Hey, I, I, I disagree with the last caller. Sounded like a nice guy, but typical Boston boy. Bro, this is not a fun season. I feel like this season is actually a little bit trash because all the people you pay to watch, pay to see, are going down. I want to get your take, JR, specifically when it comes to what's going on with quarterbacks, because it's, it's no secret. They're going down. I'm a Pittsburgh boy. We hate to see Kenny Pickett do that. I kind of think our team sucks anyway, so it's fine. We'll live with it. But it's like, this is not fun. But here, here's where I'm coming at. Is, is it just as simple as, hey, we got to get all the turf fields gone. We need real grass. That's what it is. Because here's the thing. 
I feel like the league is already feeling mad soft when it comes to contact, protecting the QB. Like, what more can the league do to protect these quarterbacks? Do we need softer rules? What do you think is going on, and how do we fix this problem? Because I, unlike the other caller, don't think this is exciting. Oh, whoever's healthy wins the Super Bowl. I think that's lame. I want to see the best of the best duke it out, but everyone's getting hurt. Weird year? Change the turf? Change the rules? What are your thoughts? Well, thank you, Jordan, for calling from PA. I appreciate the kind words, too. You know, without looking at all of the data in front of me, because I'd have to sit down and go, well, how did this dude get hurt and how did this guy get hurt? There's a couple of things I I, I do know to be fact here, okay? I don't think when it comes down to the QBs, it's so much about the field and the turf. I mean, if you go ask Jalen Phillips or you, you ask anyone who's played on MetLife Stadium's turf, I don't care how many times they've turned it over or reinstalled it, you know, the, the man is, is trying to, you know, load up on his leg and his Achilles pops, okay? Is, is that because of, uh, you know, the turf? Maybe, possibly. But when you look at the QBs here, we heard Tom Brady two weeks ago last week say that the play in the NFL is, is pretty mediocre. I don't know if over the past several years, especially when you have so many young players in the NFL right now, that we've heard so much about offensive lines and offensive lines being rearranged and being reconfigured. I think the New York Jets now at this point in time have must have gone through eight to nine different permutations and rotations and combinations when it comes down to the offensive line. I think that, coupled with the fact that, that QBs, they're more mobile than ever. I don't even know if it's so much about, oh, my God, this quarterback decided to take off and run and he's an injury risk. These dudes are scrambling all over the place. I mean, we don't see we don't see dudes taking straight dropbacks anymore. They're scrambling. They're moving. I mean, tonight, in the case of Trevor Lawrence, his own dude, his own offensive lineman, was kind of backed up into him, and he got stepped on. Uh, but this is tricky. I mean, Kenny Pickett was going for a dive towards the end zone, was tackled, and he sprained his ankle. Anthony Richardson challenging everybody out with the shoulder. And so not all injuries are, are made the same, but I think a combination of it is what the hell is going on with the offensive lines to protect these QBs? And then, yeah, whether the quarterback is in front of the line of scrimmage or behind it, they're moving. And we know if you're moving left, you're moving right, regardless of where you're at on the field, you setting yourself up. There's not a day that has gone by, for instance, where I've looked at Daniel Jones and didn't go, well, when is he going to get hurt next? And he's already had a history of neck injuries and now knee injuries. Uh, it's a hard knock life. Hopefully this isn't a trend moving forward in the NFL because, as you said, the, the quarterbacks pretty much close to as much as possible already play in a bubble. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'm going to get to more of your calls here on the other side of the break. The phone number to reach me. It's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Monday night football is done. Trevor Lawrence goes down with a sprained ankle. And how about this? We had another NBA in-season tournament game just conclude minutes ago. We know two of the teams that are going to Vegas. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. 
You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Hi, JR. Um, the magnificent one. Always a pleasure being on the line with you. Thank you very much for taking my call. Call in now at 855 212 4 CBS. Oh, he, he called me the magnificent one? Hmm. Maybe, possibly. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get back to your calls uh, following tonight's Monday Night Football game. The Bengals going over the Jacksonville Jaguars 34-31. to The big story here, Trevor Lawrence goes down in the fourth quarter, about five and a half minutes left in the game. His own offensive lineman steps on the inside of his ankle, and Trevor Lawrence kind of crumples to the ground with his ankle underneath him as his body goes the other direction. Uh, He's able to be helped off of the field with the assistance of uh, two, I don't know what you call them, two Jaguars trainers, and he has a high ankle sprain. He's going to have an MRI, and then we'll find out the extent of Trevor Lawrence's ankle injury, um, I assume maybe as early as tomorrow. Despite that, uh, C.J. Beathard comes on board. Yes, the former 49ers quarterback backup he completes nine of ten passes uh, to keep them alive even though there were a couple of times where it looked like he was absolutely going to cough the ball away and Jake Browning of Cincinnati he throws for 354 yards throws a touchdown runs for another one and completes 32 of 37 passes hell of a night someone else in another sport who had one hell of a night you got to look to the Indiana Pacers, and you got to check out Tyrese Halliburton. Tonight, he had a triple-double, 26 points, 13 assists, and 10 rebounds to knock off the Boston Celtics. 122 to 112 is the final score. This was the first NBA in-season tournament game that was a knockout, and so this was a first in NBA history. And in order to knock out those Celtics, Tatum had 32, Brown had 30. Tyrese Halliburton had to knock down a four-point play late. This really broke the game down and shut it off for the Celtics. The Pacers are going on to Vegas. They will face the winner of the Milwaukee Bucks and the New York Knicks tomorrow. But let's take a listen to this four-point play. Tyrese Halliburton knocking down the three and then also the free throw to make the lead 108-105 late in the fourth quarter. This is from the Pacers Radio Network. Prepared for them to be excited. Halliburton bouncing and looking and launching and scoring! 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 And a foul! A three ball and a foul! Wow. Simply wow. 108-105 93 seconds left the crowd has won to its feet as Halliburton goes to the line looking for a four point play Yeah, he went out there and he knocked down that free throw and I told you once again a triple double 26 points 13 assists 10 rebounds surprisingly the first triple double for the career of Tyrese Halliburton as he continues to build himself into being one of the premier stars here in the NBA. The Indiana Pacers, they're going to Vegas, and they're going to go out there and try to compete 
for that $500,000 prize. Meanwhile, this game just ended a few minutes ago. The New Orleans Pelicans advancing as well in Sacramento, taking on the Kings. Uh, the Pelicans just beat them 127 to 117. Brandon Ingram had 30 points tonight for the New Orleans Pelicans, and they beat Sacramento at home. Zion, poor game. Only 10 points from Zion Williamson, so Brandon Ingram had to lead the way. Brandon Ingram just spoke to Shaq and Charles Barkley. This is Brandon Ingram on TNT. Brandon Shaq here. You guys got off to a slow start, but the others, Murphy and Alvarado, gave you guys a lift in the first half. Talk about the importance of the others, of the Pelicans. Yeah, I mean, it's a luxury to have. We've We've been injured, and having Trey Murphy and Jose back, they bring energy to our team. Also, Najee Marshall uh, pushing the pace in transition. So um, it's, it's a luxury to have when you have really, really talented guys on the floor. They can come on the floor and make an impact. You know, Brandon, you do one thing that's really impressive to me. When I watch you play on offense, you make your move. You're going to get to your spot and just rise up. Do you yep. think about that? Like, you, you say, I'm just going to get to my spot and rise up and shoot the ball comfortably. Is that your mindset? Absolutely. Every single time. I know that's that's my bread and butter. Um, you know, when, when shots not falling, I can go to that every single time, and I know I got a good chance of making that. In a losing effort, De'Aaron Fox had 30 points. DeMontis Sabonis had 26. And the uh, New Orleans Pelicans, they will now await the winner tomorrow night between the Phoenix Suns and the Los Angeles Lakers. That should be another good game as we uh, move towards this pretty much the conclusion of this in-season tournament. We are going to crown a champion uh, on the ninth. And so we, we got to get down to these uh, final four teams and then we move on forward. 855-212-4CBS. Let's talk to Chad for calling from New Orleans. Chad, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR, how you doing tonight? I'm good. Are you okay? You all right? You you want some uh, some sleepy juice? What you doing? Well, you watch Derek Carr play. You'll be sleepy, too. Oh, Derek Carr put you to sleep. Well, he's not in action tonight. What's on your mind? Well, that's what I kind of want to talk about. Like, what is it going to take for – what is your opinion about Derek Carr? I know they gave him $150 million, but at this point, the same fans are booing him. Other teams' fans are coming here and taking over the Superdome. He has not lived up to expectations. Why are they not playing Jameis Winston, in your opinion? Is it the money thing, or do you think they still don't trust him? No, I, I think it's the fact that you've, that you've already invested here into Derek Carr. Look, I, I think you asked, the first question you asked me was, what do I think about Derek Carr? I think Derek Carr is a is an average quarterback. I think we've probably seen the best of Derek Carr uh, in New Orleans, unless he has a career resurgence, and I don't think that's going to take place with the Saints. I, I've never been enamored by him as an overall, and if you're expecting to see Jameis Winston, the only way that'll be the case is if Derek Carr's shoulder is as busted up as maybe they think it might be. I, I don't I don't particularly care for him. I think the Saints, the next time that they're really in a competitive space, it ain't going to be with Derek Carr as their QB, man. I think uh, there's going to be some turnover there. Do you think they need to eventually just trade up and draft the quarterback? Because they haven't done it since Archie Manning, and you know how long that's been. 
That's the last first quarterback they have taken. And the first-round picks we have traded up to get, Trevor Penning can't block anything. Peyton Turner has been a bust. So what can they do? Or is it the quarterback, it's, the offense? It's, it's, Chad, it's, it's called lose. I mean, this is a natural – I hate to tell okay. you, but this is a natural cycle for a team that has had success and then has to start over. The answer really lies in the fact that Drew Brees no longer plays for the team. Sean Payton is gone, and we see what he's doing in Denver. I know they had a loss, but they've been looking very good. And that New Orleans is in a period of transition. And so Derek Carr ain't nothing. And thank you, Chad, for calling from New Orleans. Derek Carr ain't nothing but a placeholder. And so they get a quarterback that they can roll with into the future. And I'm sorry to tell you, Jameis Winston ain't that dude either. He might be able to hold down the fort for a little while. But until the Saints get their hands on a quarterback that can actually move the chains consistently for like the next five to ten years, Saints ain't going nowhere. I mean, that's that's like, uh, I don't know, two-thirds of the quarterbacks in the entire NFL. You don't have no damn quarterback, you ain't going anywhere. And what what's so exciting about Derek Carr? Tell me. Nothing. That's the answer. The answer is nothing. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We're going to take a break. I'm going to get to your calls on the other side. Why the hell are all these quarterbacks getting hurt? Who has the answer? 